Good morning, Metroplex. It is time for headlines on your home of America's team, Cowboys, Buccaneers, pregame at 4 o'clock on Monday. Rod Marinelli, the great one, the history buff, former Buccaneer, former Cowboy, will join us at 8.20 this morning. Yes, Babe Laufenberg at 8.40. J. Ron Kirst, probably the best quote on the team, was asked yesterday in the Cowboys locker room, what makes Tom Brady so dangerous? He owns the moment. He owns the moment. Uh, you know, when it comes down to any particular moment throughout the game, uh, you have to own the moment. You know, uh, you know, if it's one second left and you're on the goal line, they're throwing a the fade, you're the corner, you have to own that moment. Uh, you can't let the moment be too big. And uh, I just believe throughout the course of his long, long career, uh, he's done a great job of owning that moment. Every time it, it's his time, he owns it. You can only give one thing. What or who on Tampa worries you the most? Or is the majority of your concern with how the Cowboys play? I'm more worried about the Cowboys. But let's try to give a Bucks answer. Is it Mike Evans? Yep. Um, You know what? It's probably Godwin. Mm, okay. Not because Godwin's better than Evans. Right. Mm-hmm. But because Godwin's probably going to be matched up on a fourth stringer. Maybe. I just think that, you know, you saw last week Washington was able to get Terry McLaurin mismatched on Anthony Barr and Damone Clark. And so, like, I think if they want to try and scheme things up to get Mike Evans matched up on whoever they want, they can. Give your order the concern the way I gave it to uh, Nick Eatman yesterday when it comes to the Cowboys. Dak. INTs, Cowboys pass rush, Cowboys run defense, Cowboys running the ball. Is there anything else? I, oh, and second or secondary. Secondary. Five things. Pass rush, run defense, Cowboys running the ball, Dak INTs, and the Cowboys secondary. From a my concern, uh, secondary will be number one. If if some you know if if your if your secondary gets beat, it's a touchdown. It's the only position on the field where if you fail, you give up six points. It's it's the only position. Uh, then it would be pass rush. Uh, then it would be. Hmm. I'm not worried about Dax interceptions, and I'm not worried about run defense. Um, running the ball. Yeah, I guess running the ball then. It just pains RJ to say anything that doesn't involve the passing game. <laughs> I, only, I only concern myself with things that matter. I've told you when I when I go back and rewatch games, I fast forward through running plays. I, I, don't, I don't even waste my time with them. I don't Bob, waste my time. With Bobby, them. what's your list? Secondary, Dak interceptions, pass rush, run defense, run offense. Dak interceptions. Yeah, you're worried about that. You're worried about balls. Yeah, because he's worried about his, his, his the Cowboy players dropping passes and having them go. Right in the other hands of the defense. I mean, I mean, fluky wow. or not, we're talking about seven games in a row where it's happened. So, but how many like, were legit? I could. So let's just say half. Let's just say he's had how many picks in the last seven games? Is it nine? Well, on the season, he's got fifteen. Eight of them were considered interceptable throws. So that's still a lot, right? But like, so the one against Houston, right? That was down near the goal line. His arm got hit. Yeah, I don't count that. Right, but I'm saying even if you you wipe some of those off, there's eight. There's eight okay. of them, and that's a lot for him to have thrown in as little time as he played. That's still concerning. Like Michael said yesterday, I don't know what he saw when he threw the interception against Washington. 
I don't know what he was looking at. And so some of those things are a little bit concerning. Now, I think he'll clean it up. But for right now, like seven games in a row, you have to say, well, the trend would say it's going to happen eight. And that's concerning. Secondary one, Dak interceptions two, and then? Pass rush. I think pass rush and secondary are going to go hand in hand in a lot of ways. Um, And then the run defense is concerning. But, I mean, Tampa hasn't been able to run the ball really all season. And then the run offense is the least concerning to me. We'll play Buccaneers Jeopardy. At 7.20 to kick off the Expressway commercial free through 8 o'clock here on DFW Sports Station. Other things to know for Wild Card Weekend, Tua is out. Skylar Thompson is going to start for Mike McDaniel and the Dolphins. So it's going to be Skylar Thompson. ESPN just put up this stat. Lowest drafted rookie quarterbacks to start a playoff game. Brock Purdy, Skylar Thompson, seventh rounders. Brock Purdy will never lose that that he will never be eclipsed in that right. statistic. That's Mr. Irrelevant. He's the last one. He but can, Skyler Thompson was picked, I think, fifteen selections before him. That's it. Nice. TJ Yates, fifth rounder. Dak. Connor Cook. Connor Cook started a playoff game. That's when uh that's when Derek Carr broke his ankle yeah. or whatever he did. And then Russell Wilson. Russ was the last rookie quarterback to win a playoff game in twenty twelve. Yikes. Tua is out. Lamar Jackson, not looking good. Not looking good for Baltimore. No. Man, that that to me could have been a really fun game. Lamar comes back. Could have been. I still would have picked Cincinnati, but now that may be an unwatchable yeah. game. Oh, well, they're both, I think they're both going to be unwatchable. I mean, my, Miami gave Buffalo a decent game in Buffalo a couple of weeks back, uh, even though they lost it. But now, I mean, with, 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 yeah, they Thompson, yeah, with Skylar Thompson, they got, they have no chance. I mean, this spread, it was already 10. It was already ballooned because of the uncertainty of Tua. And as soon as that notice came out there, it ballooned to 13. This thing might get to 16 before the game starts. And I'm not sure that's even big enough. Yeah, and with Lamar and Tua being out in these games, it does kind of ruin a little bit the thing that Michael had referenced earlier. And I know something that's been talked about in the last week or so, which is just the quarterback disparity in terms of like their draft position between the NFC and the AFC. If you look at the AFC, Jacksonville, Chargers, Dolphins, Bills, Ravens, Bengals, Chiefs, just all of their normal starting quarterbacks, they all have top 10 picks at quarterback, all of them. And then if you look at the NFC, Geno Smith, second rounder, Brock Purdy, seventh rounder, you know, Dak Prescott, a fourth rounder. Daniel Jones, I think, is the only first round pick in the group on the NFC side. That's it. Everybody else is like a second, third, fourth, seventh undrafted. It's almost like the AFC teams know how to pick quarterbacks. The NFC teams just kind of, you know, kind of go by the seat of their vintage pants. <laughs> Mavericks in L.A. again tonight to take on the Lakers. That's going to be 9 o'clock on TNT. Stars against the Rangers. And Dana White did some talking. Oh, he did. At the UFC press conference to explain the incident where he slapped his wife. The video shows her hitting him. He slapped her back. Here's Dana on what his own punishment should be. I mean, what should the repercussions be? You tell me. I take 30 days off. How, how does that hurt me? I mean, I told you guys when we were going through COVID, COVID could last 10 years. I could sit it out and, you know what I mean? What, what, what would be the problem? The only, it's, it's much like COVID actually, you know, me leaving hurts the company, hurts my employees, hurts the fighters. It doesn't hurt me. I could have left in 2016. I don't know. What's the, do, do I need to reflect? 
no, I don't need to reflect. The next morning when I woke up, you know what I mean? I've been against this. I've owned this. I'm telling you that I'm wrong. And what is my punishment? Here's my punishment. I got to walk around for however long I live. Is it 10.4 years or is it another 25 years? And I got to, and I, and I got to, this is how I'm labeled now. I mean, there, there's a lot of things that I'm going to have to deal with for the rest of my life that are way more of a punishment than what? I take a 30-day, 60-day absence? That does, that's not a punishment to me. The punishment is that I did it. Okay. Very interesting answer. Uh, no disciplinary. It, the punishment should just come from within. I shouldn't be punished by the company or anything like that. I got to wear it. Uh, the second answer from Dana you know what? It's interesting for him. He has so much money. That's what he's talking about. Like me, me getting fired. Yeah. It's not a punishment to me. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm set for life. And he's kind he's of not wrong. And he's kind of mocking the, you know, the, 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 the owner suspended for six months. They're, yeah. they're gone. They're fine a million dollars. He's kind of making fun of something that we all do. Like, wow, that's a slap on the wrist. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, I, I bet you, like, for a guy like Daniel, for for a guy that you can't. You can't punish him financially because he's got. I assume he's got so much money in the bank that you can't punish him financially. The scarlet letter probably for him, somebody like him, is probably worse. Yeah, but that doesn't allow you to not get punished by like your employers. If I go into the boss and I go, nothing you can do to me is going to do anything. It's my own shame. They're still going to be. You know what I mean? Like my self-imposed shame gets me off the hook from the company. That's not usually the way it works. Here's Dana on why no one should defend him. Like, some fighters have defended him. He said that shouldn't happen. There's there's no defense for this, and people should not be defending me uh, over this thing, no matter what. You know, all the criticism that I have received this week is 100% warranted and and will receive in the future. So, and you know me better than anybody, if, you know, especially the people that I don't like, start coming after me, nobody fires back more than I do. Whatever that anybody has to say, everybody has an opinion on this, and, and they're, they're right to have their own opinions. I was very opinionated on this, too, and I still am. You know, it's, it's, it's uh, crazy that I'm sitting here even having this conversation with you guys, but my, 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 uh, my reason for being here today is I just wanted you guys to focus on them and not me. He is addressing it, but, man, he is, he is in – the worst sport, and he is probably the loudest person. Oh yeah, to have something like this happen because the Jake Pauls of the world and everyone else, uh, whenever something comes up, man, this will be permanent. Yeah, have we gotten a, a Jake Paul line yet? Like, why won't you fight me? Is it because right. I'm not your wife or right. something like that? I like, haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet. But and, we, and I guess the Power Slap League is still on. Oh, yeah, this thing on TBS got delayed by a week. Not the best look for Dana White's power slap. That does seem like it would be must-watch television. Well, Uh, I'm not going to turn to it, but if it was on this TV, I wouldn't be able to look away. It's kind of brilliant. I've seen videos of like... (laughs) Right, it's like you set up for arm wrestling, but you slap each other. Yep. Yeah, basically. Basically, just slap across the face. Sounds like the next... G bag eliminator payoff. They've got, I mean, they've got a women's division. They got men's. They got like weight classes and everything. I mean, these this is and, amazing. And it got delayed by a week on TBS after the Dana incident. I'll say, I uh, every time I do see like a thumbnail on YouTube of like getting recommended, and it's one of those videos, I click it. 
Of course. I click it and I watch yeah. it. Like you I have stopped out to, it. to, to but it's, it's way it. more dangerous than like boxing. Like it, 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 Is it? Oh yeah, like they you know the Washington Post put a story out the health risks of it and a neurosurgeon says it's like way more dangerous than taekwondo, boxing, anything because you're not allowed to defend yourself. So you're just sitting there, you know, you're just you're very static and all of a sudden you get slapped in the side of the head. And you should see the slow motion video of the person's face like just the, like half the skin just slides over to the other side. <laughs> it's wild. Like I would probably watch ten minutes of that over. I would watch ten minutes of that over a random fight, boxing or MMA. Yes, right. Yes, yeah. This is absolutely. It's like the fighting version of pickleball taking over. Pickleball. You watch? Have you watched any? Have you watched any pickleball? I haven't pickleball? watched one second of pickleball. I, 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 I watched when Dirk and Romo were playing. That's it. I, I've, I've watched senior citizen pickleball. My dad was still able to play. That that's enough for me to ever watch that sport. Have again. you ever played? It's fun. I have. Yeah, I have not. I know that it's really popular with a lot of the guys in the Cowboys locker room. You're too busy being Eldrick. You don't have time to be fetter. Right. Like, I mean, yeah, I can't, I can't do everything all at once. I mean, I'm sure if I wanted to devote my energy to that, I'd be really, really good at it. But you know. headlines on a Thursday here on Sean, RJ and Bobby. You want to see Bobby get worked up again like he was at 6 a.m.? Watch him lose in a game or struggle in an NFL game. Let's get ready for Monday night with Buccaneers Jeopardy next. But let's get you over to Q. C. Kinetics. How's your joint pain? How's the knees, hips, back, shoulders, elbows, ankles? You've been dealing with joint pain. I was. I had pain in my right elbow and my right shoulder. Had it for a couple of years. Went to countless doctor visits and MRIs and getting steroid injections. I didn't need any of that. It didn't work to begin with. I finally went to QC Kinetics. Finally heard about it. Finally wisened up. Went there and got the treatment. No drugs, no steroids, no surgery. No downtime, natural biologics, restorative regenerative options, using your body's own healing agents to target those aching joints, restoring, repairing the damaged tissue that you have. Dude, it's awesome. With two rounds in, I was 100%. Went through the four full rounds, full four rounds, came and talk, and I was 100% again. I, I, I'm perfect right now. Right elbow, right shoulder, no more pain, no more inability to throw the baseball or even get dressed, even holding a water bottle hurt. QC Kinetics, 972-972-8610. 972-972-8610. QC Kinetics, 972-972-8610. Oh, this is going to be fun because the nerves are going to factor in. Here on Sean and RJ, we got Bobby, Peyton, and Ryan as well on DFW Sports Station. And in order to get you set for Monday night, going to change things up a little bit. By the way, tomorrow at this time, Mike McCarthy Ooh. Will Mike be aware or give any attitude after what was asked to Jerry Jones on Tuesday on this program? Will he come up with I could I could see him saying, Oh, heard you guys uh heard you guys lock me in for next year. Thanks. Really appreciate that. Oh, don't you worry, Sean. He if he says that I will I will throw you under that Bible. <laughs> I will distance myself because I did not ask that question about my guy. I tried to get Bobby to ask it. I was like, Do you want it? I'll ask about Dan Quinn. You could have Jerry. And Bobby's like, no, you could have it. Which, that is not like the fear of doing anything. I'll I'll be completely honest because it's like I tell you off the air. If there is like a major newsmaking question to be asked, I trust you to ask it more than me. I appreciate that. Do you think, did did anyone on the show disagree? Because it's a fair criticism from some Tolo saying, 
Why? And apparently Jane Slater was irritated by it on the NFL Network. Why ask it this week instead of next Tuesday? Did we ask it? Did I ask it a week too early? Was it an unfair question timing-wise? I text the beat pretty much the night before well, every time just saying like, hey, do you guys have anything you think we should touch on with it? And I had two people reply back and say, ask about McCarthy and his job status. So other people were thinking the same thing. What do you think, Chop? Be honest. I thought it was a little early. I would have done it next week if they lose. Um, but I fully admit I have absolutely zero journalistic knowledge. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's a journalism decision. Um but uh, to me, if it's a humongous talking point, then we need to ask it. And after they lost to the commanders, people are screaming. Whether it is legit or not, um, you know, if, 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 if it's a humongous talking point, people are wondering. Are enough people wondering if Mike McCarthy's sure. job is safe? Then I think we have to ask it. Look, it, we weren't the first show to ask a general manager before the season's over. Uh, the status of the coach. We may have been the first to ask a after back-to-back twelve-win season. Yes. Yeah. I mean, look. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And I, I, and I, and I don't think. And this is my way out of it with McCarthy tomorrow. Mike's a little irritated. I'm gonna say, do we put too much on one playoff game? Like back-to-back twelve and five years. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if he admits that we should reshape the way. He already loved that you are changing the interception category for quarterbacks. I mean, I'm about to get hired. Well, you are about to get hired. <laughs> Be a consultant. Should we change the way we judge coaches? You go 12 and 5 back-to-back years and you lose one game in both seasons and all of a sudden you're fired? Isn't that ridiculous? That's my way out of it with Mike. Yeah, I mean, like this is in baseball. You get a 100-win season and you get knocked the first round or, you know, the, the wild-card round. I mean, a lot, a lot of times people are going to call for the head of the manager. Yeah. And, I, you know, I'm like, all right, you, you won 100 games, man. Like, what are you worried about? Like, I, you lost a crapshoot. Yeah, but if they hired him for that, which is what they hired him for, was the pedigree and what he could do in January, then that is what he's judged by. I also don't know if we can ask the question. If the question was going to be asked, I thought it had to be asked this week because if they beat Tampa, I don't know if the question can be asked after that. Yeah. Right? And, and if they lose to Tampa, I mean, in all, in all, honestly, in all honesty, he's – I'm guessing – Next Tuesday morning with the turnaround, like, I don't know that we'll necessarily have him. Right. And so we may not even get a chance to ask it after Tuesday, like, on Tuesday. All right, so that's the fallout. I know you can't turn on TV without it being on. Good Lord. It is everywhere. Uh, But there is something that we all definitely tuned into on TV. Until the great one passed away, Alex Trebek. It's time to play Tampa Bay Buccaneers Jeopardy. Oh, yeah. That's right. I'm your host. Bobby, why do you have to laugh like Peyton that? Trebek. <laughs> because <laughs> Sean's setup was so energetic. That's boom, 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 boom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you even know who the current host of Jeopardy is? Does anybody? Mm-hmm. Blossom? Blossom's one of them. Blossom. I think Blossom does the afternoon version. There's the two versions? I think there's two versions now. She Bob does Barker. One of them. No, and then... Uh, <laughs> is Ken- he still alive? I don't know. I, I think he is still alive. Ken Jennings. He's looked dead for 10 years. So. Stop it! Oh, Ken. Ken Jennings. I thought he got canceled. He did, but not from Jeopardy. Oh, <laughs> what did yeah. he cancel from? You don't know anything either. <laughs> it's I don't know what he, he did. Back he to said, the host he, of the show, right? Yeah. Now. <laughs> he Peyton's in charge. Okay, so I'll explain the rules real quick. It's simple Jeopardy, but it's house rules. So if you have any th- problems with the rules, it's my rules. Deal with it. Yep. 
So I'll explain. There's three categories here. The categories, you want to write them down? Yeah. Yes. Divorced, TV stars, and troublemakers. Now, these are all current or former coaches and players for the Buccaneers. Okay. All should be relatively easy to, to guess. If you don't know them, then you don't watch football, obviously. Ooh, I like the pressure. And the dollar amounts? So the dollar amounts go 100 to 400. So you have a $100 question, 200, 300, 400 for each category. Okay. So 12 questions total. Okay. The game. And now we'll go in order. So I'll start with you, Sean. You pick a category. Oh, and then order it- of what? Importance. <laughs> oldest to youngest? No, we're going oldest by to I'm young. not the oldest, jackass. Uh, we're going by height. Shortest to tallest. <laughs> okay. Let and, me. Uh, and, and then, so if you get it right, then you get the points and stuff. Okay, so if you guess one, let's say you guess a $400 one. You get it wrong, you get minus 400. Okay. Okay, then that one goes to Choppy. But he doesn't get a, he doesn't lose points on it. Okay. Because right. you already lost the points, okay? We All got right. it? And who's keeping score? Uh, I'll, I'll keep score. Okay. Bobby, you keep I'm going to verify him, too. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. So categories, once again, divorce, TV stars, troublemakers. Sean, the floor is yours. Are we all, can I ask something to you two first? Yes. Yeah. Are we all going to try to, like, play this, like, usual, like, one, two, and then go for the big nut I mean, money? Big Brain James said to start at 400. But me, you play how you want to. Give me the... Di- Give me divorce for 400. Hey, oh, okay. All righty. <laughs> How many four? I only think of one divorce guy on the team. All right, let's go. So this fullback dominated the position so much. He was given the nickname, the A-Train. Mike. Who is Mike Allstott? Mm. 400 points. That's not Country. a $400 question. Hey, he's the host. Zip it. Peyton, you suck. Y- y'all get on the fan can to watch Bobby's reaction. Do you want to see a temper tantrum? Oh, it's going to be amazing. Top of the hour every show. Uh, top of the hour for today. We want Bobby to throw a tantrum. He's already we do. We two do. for two. Yep. All, All right. right. So Sean leads it off. He's up 400. Chop. All right. Although this isn't top of the hour. Every hour, <laughs> we want Bobby to throw a tantrum. Uh, let's go with let's go with divorce for 300. Oh, okay. Hide your kids. Hide your wife and don't let him sleep over at your house. Um, who is Antonio Brown? <laughs> I actually, I actually blanked out on that. Okay, so now let me tell you what's happening internally right now. So Bobby, right now, with the way his mind works, he's like, I, I already, I, I knew those two. Like, I would have gotten those. I did. So now he's going to get a hard one. He's psyching himself out for this. And so I did go in order from Sean and then Bobby last just so he could fall behind. Sean. (laughs) Not Sean. Sean. Oh, whoa. What? Hey, you can see. I was off the fan cam. Man. (laughs) All right, Bobby, since you're in last place, you get to go now. Yeah. uh, I'll go with Screw Peyton for 400. Uh, (laughs) Troublemakers for 400. Okay. Getting punters fired and basically the Kyrie Irving of football. (laughs) <laughs> That's, oh, I told you. No. I told That's you. right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I told you. Watch this on the fan camp. Get on YouTube. We high five. I'm against high fives in general. Who high is five. Warren Sapp? Uh, ha! The answer is Antonio Brown. Like that's the Kyrie Irving of football. Yes. So that's a terrible clue, whatever it is. Yes. Bobby is now minus 400. Minus 400. So this goes to me now, and I can't lose points? You can't lose points now. All right. Can you repeat the question, please? No. Yes. Getting punters fired and basically the Kyrie Irving of football. Top, do you know it? I have no idea. <laughs> 
BS. I do not know it either. Um, who is Bruce Arians? Really? Okay. So he doesn't lose four hundred now? No. 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 I don't. Shop, um, do you want to guess? Yeah. Sure. Um, who is uh, John Gruden? No idea. Mm. So it's Deshaun Jackson getting punters fired because he returned the punt against the Giants and stuff that got that punter fired, and the Kyrie Irving of football because he had the anti-Semitism. Comment. Oh, awful clue! Awful clue! You just very, don't watch football. That was very challenging. I like that. Okay. Hey, Bobby, are you minus four hundred? <laughs> I'm going to get some use out of this golf club here in a sec. <laughs> okay, so uh, what's off the board category-wise? Uh, divorce, divorce four, three and four. Mm-hmm. Troublemaker for four. <clears throat> Troublemaker for four. Yes. Okay. Let me go with TV stars for 200. Okay. Super Bowl champion in Baltimore and a friend of the show. Oh. Super Bowl champion in Baltimore and a friend of the show. Uh-huh. Oh, man. Choppy's about to come in. Choppy here. knows it, too. Who is... Ugh. Brian Billick? He wasn't with Tampa at all. <sighs> this is dumb. Who is Rod Marinelli? No. So he doesn't lose money, right? No, no now it's to you. So okay, you who is Trent Dilfer? Look how irritated he is. <laughs> that was good hints, wasn't it, Bobby? You that was good. Go? Peyton, you're doing very well. All right, you can stop crying now? No, because I'm minus 200. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm an idiot. I should have thought of TV star. Uh, TV star for 400, please. Trent Dilfer. Okay. This man was traded to the Cowboys in the early 2000s, but was later released to make room for T.O. Who is Keyshawn Johnson? Oh! How much is that for? That's 400. 400, Bobby. How do you like them apples? This is is not fun. Uh, I'm going to go TV stars for 300. Okay. He was better on Dancing with the Stars than he was a TV analyst. Who is? <laughs> he was about to say it, and it's. I was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh, who is Booger McFarland? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that that was minus what? <laughs> that was minus, that was minus 300. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> Bobby's in the hole. Oh, what, what's the score? So uh, you have 400. I have 700. Bobby has uh, minus, minus 500. Five. Minus 500. Okay, can you repeat the clue one more time? Yes. So, um, let's see. Oh, he was a better he was better on Dancing with the Stars than he was a TV analyst. Who is Derek Brooks? Shoot. Who's who? Um Hey, I'm proud of you for these clues. Good job. I thought like, this was going to be way too easy. Ooh, shots I'm, fired. I, Y'all's are. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> hey, don't pick the wrong categories then. Come on, come That's on. You're picking the wrong categories. I keep the fan text down. Uh, <laughs> Why? <laughs> because they'll come up with the it's answer. Tom Brady's oh, I thought you meant because right they'll be roasting me. I was like, you should love it. Who is uh, uh, Rondé Barber? So the question was, he was better on Dancing with the Stars than he was a TV analyst, Warren Sapp. 
Lauren Sapp was on. Dang it. There okay. That should have been a prostitute clue. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well done. Buccaneers Jeopardy taking place right here. Um, 105.3 The Fan. Whose turn? So, uh, Bobby. No, no. Who? <laughs> it's Sean. It's Sean. It's Sean's. Yeah, it's six. Okay. We've gone through six times. So now we're back to oh back to round one. Okay. Back to you. Um, give me. Let me see your. Let me see your sheet real quick because I, I need to figure out what's been taken. All right. Let me have troublemakers for three hundred. Okay. This explosive defensive front player took the three point stance quite literal. Took the explosive stance quite, quite This explosive literal. defensive front player took the three-point stance quite literal. This is J- who is Jason Pierre-Paul? This is garbage. <laughs> 300 for Sean. Yes! Yes! Uh, Bobby is melting down, y'all. Legit melting down. I don't, I don't think this is a light. I don't think that was the, the clue for that. I think he had clues and he goes, based on who's asking it, this is the clue I'm going uh, to give them, regardless of what money amount they Man, said. Man, what a, what a week. Be smart. What a week. First, Peyton caught Bobby on the hub yesterday. That's right. And now he's destroying <laughs> him in jeopardy. Alright, chop. Alright, uh, let me go. Uh, let's do divorce for two. Divorce for 200. Despite being a backup quarterback, he has thrown more touchdowns than Mina Kimes. Interesting clue. Divorced. Hmm. Um. By the time Rod Marinelli comes on. Who is Mike Glennon? Bobo. Bobby for 200. The, uh, clearly the Mina Kimes part of this is the clue, but. Uh. Bruce Gradkowski. Are you going to phrase it like a question? Who is Bruce Gradkowski? <laughs> no idea. All right, one more time. Give the clue. Despite being a backup quarterback, he has still thrown more touchdowns than Mina Kimes. Despite being a backup quarterback. Who is Brad Johnson? Ooh, good guess. So it? it's Jeff Garcia. He had the Instagram post, I think it was like a year ago, almost oh, today, yeah. about Mina Kimes and stuff. and. Yo, man. I didn't Let's go. Let's you are go. doing well. Backup quarterback threw me off because he's not a backup. He was a starter in San Francisco forever. Yeah, but he was and also in- Well, he was backup to, to Steve Young, wasn't he? Maybe, yeah. I think he may have started a screw like that. Yeah. Hey, good clue. Bobby got it wrong, so it's good. All right, who's next? Is Bobby, like, technically eliminated? Bobby is... All right, because we got 100. You, you keep a score, I, I too? Can't, I can't win. Peyton, you're keeping score? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Peyton's not keeping score. You Peyton's guys both have score. 500. I have minus 500. Oh, that's easy. Okay, Bob, go ahead. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> troublemakers for 200 because I don't want to give them higher money options or anything. <laughs> okay. Replaced by the goat and is currently eating more L's than W's. Ja- who is Jameis Winston? There you go, Bobby. Oh, 200 points. Yo, did you see his, if we could measure his eye roll right there? <laughs> he's like, now I'm getting this. That's why he's so furious. He's like, now I'm getting that type of answer. Okay. What's I up? got the dumbest $400 clue. What's up, Tom? Just the $100 ones are left. Okay. TV star, divorced, troublemaker. Let's go with uh, divorce for 100 Okay. He is a late round draft pick, but he is never late when it comes to kissing his kids goodnight. 
Who is Tom Brady? Tom Brady. All right, Chop, you need this to tie. We do not have a final Jeopardy, Peyton said. Well, he doesn't need it to tie because then I get the last question. If I intentionally miss it, then I could throw it over to him. Mm. <laughs> uh, let's go with uh, TV star for one. Okay. I'm not sure if he has smashed more girls or more footballs in his career. Uh, who is Rob Gronkowski? Wow. Uh, good, good for y'all. Y'all are tied at uh, 600. 600. And now it's over to me who can't win. But throw it to me because that means that I'm going to – I'll see if I dictate the fate for y'all. All right, Let's see if I make – I, I want uh, troublemakers for one. I want to see if I'm going to force go. a good, tie on you job. losers. Oh, my gosh. This would be such an NFL this outcome. Oh, NFL. give it to me. You've got I to better have, get you this. You better have a final Jeopardy question. <laughs> Hit me. Plenty of racism, emails, and probably not friends with Carl Nassib. Who is John Gruden? Oh. <laughs> How's that tie taste now, you freaking losers? <laughs> but the tiebreaker is an arm wrestle. Oh, oh dang it. Yeah. I thought we were going to be excited. We, should, we can leg wrestle. Get Kevin Hagelin in here. Flip me over four times again. <laughs> All right, so there it that is. Sounds- he did. He flipped me I over. I know, but to, please pull the cut of Sean say Kevin Hagelin flipped me over four yeah, times again. Rolling you over, I guess, All right. Nice job. Nice job, Pepe. Uh, there it is. Buccaneers Jeopardy here on 105 through the fan. Does that make me petty? Yes. Uh, yeah, it does. But I, 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 I love. We like you, pettiness. You, like but you should, you should be happy. If I intentionally threw the question, Sean was going to take yeah. it, and Sean was going to no, get you, it, and you would have lost. You, you kept up the integrity of the of the season. I did. Yes. I did. I did the fair thing and canceled Bengals bills. Like, that's the same thing. All right. There it is. Uh, Sean Shreve, RJ Choppy, and Bobby Belt. Rod Marinelli will be coming up at 820. And we will have Babe Laufenberg at 840. Well done, Pepe. Well done with the topics. Nice. All right. You. It was uh, awful. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was awful. Okay. Do we want... Oh, you know what? I went back and looked like a nerd at my game notes for the first time these two played just to see what I could take from it. I went all the way back, game one, 19 to three. And let's just see if we could take anything. Here are my notes that I wrote down. Opening points and then nothing. Feels like the final preseason game. 12 to three at the half. That was the score. 12, three at the half. It would have been much worse without Micah. How are these the two highest scoring teams from last year? Dak's first half numbers, right? Because you got to remember, Dak played a healthy amount of this game. He wasn't just gone in the first quarter. Dak's first half numbers, 6 of 16, 53 yards, interception. Second lowest completion percentage in the first half for his career. His passer rating, 21.1. Offense, one first down in the half since the opening drive. Yards per play, Bucks 8.6, Cowboys 3.7. I wrote down lack of preseason question mark, basically talking about the Cowboys offense sucking so much. Chris Godwin hamstring gone after the first play. Mm. Remember they tried to get it out to Godwin to get him yeah. involved really early because he was banged up heading into this. Uh, and then did you say that Godwin had 100 catches this year? Yep. He had like 104 or something like that. My star ups. <laughs> First drive, I wrote down Dennis Houston. Remember him? Dennis Houston and Noah Brown on the first drive. And then also I wrote them down in the fourth quarter. 
Tony Pollard involvement. That was a major offseason storyline. Get Tony Pollard the ball. Two Pollard plays on the first drive, both losses. Michael Irvin tweeted, no trick S, just play football in all capital letters. That was the early criticism of Kellen Moore. Right from game one, uh, Micah Parsons, star up, inside spin move on third and goal. Their left tackle was hurt. Uh, Micah got Tom Brady again inside the five. That saved the Cowboys with the Buccaneers threatening. Uh, Tyler Smith, uh, I wrote down false start, missed assignment on a sack. Donovan Wilson, interception at midfield in the fourth. Star downs, Dak threw a pick to Winfield. Uh, uh, Micah saved him and forced a field goal. Dak's first half. McGovern got hurt in this game. He hurt his ankle on the opening drive. I'm only bringing this up because the name... Forniak was written in my notes. Oh, yeah. Dennis Houston and Forniak. Um, Tolo Nathan. This was a criticism of the game plan that the Cowboys came in with offensively. Nathan said, our O-line is banged up and inexperienced. Let's run it to the perimeter or get the ball out on some quick throws. That's Tampa Bay's approach. Their O-line was banged up, remember? Mm-hmm. And they took it to the perimeter and got it out quick throws. Dallas, our O-line is banged up in experience. Let's do an end around or have two-man route. So there was criticism of the game plan. Julio caught a bomb on good coverage from Anthony Brown before the half. Uh, let's see, CeeDee Lamb, I wrote down, is he a number one, a drop, and a penalty? It's a big question after that game. Big question after That's that been game. answered. Uh, Lamb had one catch on six targets for 16 yards. Running defense, I wrote down Leonard Fournette is running like Jerome Bettis against them. Evans had a falling one-hander on Diggs that made it 19-3. to And that's it. That was the end of the scoring, 19-3. to My game one notes to see if there's anything we could take from the opener. I, had, uh, I, was, uh, I just had to go back and look at my game diary that I had running uh, for the first game of the year. And I see some stuff that's giving me awful, vivid flashbacks. First off, we came out of that first game just railing against Terrence Steele, who now they miss a ton. But he had a couple really bad penalties in that game, and he was getting uh, worked a little bit. Well, I think he had four penalties in all. It was like three or four. Yeah, he had. He I was... wrote down Terrence Steele drive while down nineteen to three in the fourth. Three on one drive that must have met, and four for the game. Yeah. So he was he was really bad that game. I remember we were all excited coming into the game that Tony Pollard was going to be used as a receiving weapon. You remember that was some of the talk is that hey, you know, Kellen Moore had talked about we may see Tony Pollard in the slot. And so Tony Pollard didn't get his first target in the passing game until five minutes left in the third quarter. And also I've got here, you remember they tried that double reverse with Tony Pollard on the opening drive, lost eight, put him in a hole. That was when Michael Irvin said, just, stop at the trick plays. It was just brutal. Mm. But I've got in here, you know, Demarcus Lawrence had a, a really good game in this one. Uh, Trayvon Diggs was obviously picked on a ton in the running game. Um, and, and, you know, they you may see them go back to that. Some teams have started trying to do that again, it feels like. And I think Diggs at least has responded in the second half of the year with more physicality than he played with last year or or even the very early parts of this year. Um, but, like, last week when um, Sam Howell was running in that touchdown like and, and Diggs tried to meet him at the goal line, Diggs hit him, like, really hard, harder than I've seen him hit him before. And so, uh, I, you know, I don't know how much there is you can take away. My big takeaway is it, it's simple. It's Leonard Fournette. Mm-hmm. If, if the Bucks are able to run the football, they can win. Uh, Leonard Fournette did not have... He had a buck 
27 against us. He didn't have over 72 yards the rest of the whole damn season. That's embarrassing. Yeah. That that is a, the Buccaneers were the worst running team in the league. I don't know if they ended up as that, Bobby, if they were dead last at the end of the year, but throughout the entire season, they were a joke running the ball. They were last in everything. They were last in attempts, rushing yards, yards per attempt, and rushing touchdowns. And Fournette had six yards of carry against the Cowboys. If that happens again, Tampa can or will win. Uh, so that, that, to me, is the key that I'm taking away. Does Leonard Fournette run all over the Cowboys again when he didn't? Do, here, here are his yardage totals afterwards. 65-35, minus 3, 56-63, 19, 24, 19, 57, 49, 13, 44, 72, 28. He averaged three and a half yards a carry for the season. Almost doubled that against the Dallas D. I've got I've got this one drive here that he opened up within the third quarter. They ran the ball three straight times to start the drive. Fournette picked up 11, 9, and 17. Wow. And uh, the other note I have here is Byron left, which has done a tremendous job scheming up favorable looks in the running game for Fournette. It hasn't totally been about the Cowboys missing plays as much as the Buccaneers generating really favorable numbers for their blockers. You know, outside of that game, it's obvious they just abandoned the run in general for the year. Brady threw 752 passes this year. Uh, Justin Herbert was second at 735. Nobody else in the league had more than 686. Wow. Like, he had almost, almost 100 more passes than the fourth place guy, which is Mahomes at 674. He had the second most yards in the league. Yeah. Pass yards in the league behind Mahomes. Like this was this was a, a wild season for Tom. Like he just threw and threw and threw and threw and threw. Tank Lawrence yesterday. Does it matter that Brady is seven and zero undefeated against the Cowboys in his career? No, not at all. Uh, it's about this next challenge and you know going up against them and making sure uh, we put as much pressure as possible on them and come out with the win. So there's Tank saying it does not matter. Yeah, and J. Ron Curse yesterday. There was a little bit of confusion. J. Ron Curse. I was very confused. Had said, uh, we haven't lost Tom Brady in 2023, so it doesn't matter. We haven't lost him this year, so it doesn't matter. And then everybody's Fair. like, you did lose to him this season, though. And it's like, no, this year, though. This year. See, he's not, we're, he's not. we're 12 days in this year. He hasn't beat us this do, year. Do you think he meant literally he, the calendar? I think he remembers they played them in the, the open season. I think he literally meant this year. Okay. Yeah, which I... You were probably a fan of. Year technicality guy, big fan. (laughs) Big fan of that guy. You know, like like my son texted me on New Year's Eve, uh, New Year's uh, after after midnight, and he goes, you have a... I have, you haven't talked to me in over uh, a year. I was about to say, yeah. are you the guy who on the 31st when you leave work says, see you next year? <laughs> no, I would never say that. Okay, but I like technicality guy. All right, speaking of uh, kids, Bobby, technology in Seattle, it's affecting mental health there, not just the weather. Yeah, this is something that I, I hate. That, and I Chop, I think you're going to be with me on this. Seattle schools are suing the public school district in Seattle has filed a lawsuit against the tech giants behind TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Snapchat seeking to quote hold them accountable for the mental health crisis among youth. Seattle Public Schools filed the lawsuit last Friday in U.S. District Court. The 91-page complaint says the social media companies have created a public nuisance by targeting their products to children. My question here is it's like suing a fast food restaurant. What is it? Well, and why is yes. the school district doing this? 
Like, God forbid we rely on parents to regulate what their kids are doing. Let's blame for-profit companies for not, you know, you're not raising our nation's children. And why why the hell does the school district think, like, we got to step in and and take this mantle because the, the parents yeah. will not? Um, my kids, I am not a role model. My kids <laughs> have my oldest one. My, my youngest doesn't have anything. My oldest one's got a, a Snapchat, a TikTok, and an Instagram. And we monitor it fairly closely. Now, you can't really monitor Snapchat, but... Disappears, you, right? It disappears, I think. Yeah, it does. I mean, I don't have it, but I, I'm, everything I know, it disappears. So we don't, we can't really monitor that one, but we're, you know, we, we monitor the other ones. Dude, like, you can't sue the company. Like, what are, you, are they supposed to not be a business because you can't control what your kid looks at on his phone? Not, that, not even not your their, kid. It's not their fault. It's not their problem. It's not TikTok's problem or Instagram's problem or Meta, whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. It's not their problem that your kid's addicted to it. My kids are addicted to their phone. So we've created this sort of like you just the phone. You have like an hour and a half on it, right? You have you, yeah. know, you have a time limit on it. Um, but yeah, you can't you can't sue a company because your kid happens to be addicted to it. You're right. It's like suing fast food yeah. because you're overweight. Yeah. But see, it's not even like it's not even totally that. It would be as if Odyssey sued fast food companies Who? because their employees were off. Uh, were Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah. It'd be like if they sued the fast food company, going, "You are targeting our employees," and because, it, like you say, there, your kid, your kid, and suing for your kid. It's not even like you making the lawsuit. It's like if your kid's school made the lawsuit. The, the, the complaint says this. Defendants have successfully exploited the vulnerable brains of youth, hooking tens of millions of students across the country into positive feedback loops of excessive use and abuse of defendant social media platforms. Worse, the content defendants curate and direct to youth is too often harmful and exploited. Like, like even if that's the case, where is the school district, like, wh- how's the school district's responsibility to step in and make this claim like this is up to parents to me what's y'all's social media policy in the house with your three they don't have it the son doesn't either nope 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 nope. how's he doing in the other banishment school uh you know it's it's gone okay so far he uh he he hates the uh the the white crew cut shirts or whatever that they all have to wear this is when he got caught vaping again, so they sent him to an alternative school. Yep, part of his punishment. Uh, and so he's. we've got, I think, let's see here, January 12th. I think we got the end of this month, basically. You think he's like, gotta, learned his lesson at all? Nah, I don't know. And we'll the see. girls don't want social media? Uh, I mean, they're so, like, the oldest is nine, and even her friends, a lot of them don't have it. She uses her mom's Facebook to interact mm. with her friends parents facebook so they'll chat on there but that's all they do. what's the what's the one you get to pick one and eliminate one i don't know whether i should just take snapchat out of the discussion because it's obvious your your boys and your girls can have one and the one they cannot have is it uh, too easy to say you can't have snapchat it's too easy to say that I, I, that'd be the easy one i would pick i would if i had to pick one i would say get rid of tiktok and stay on instagram um, for the sole reason that some of the content that they could find on TikTok, even though you can make it, and he has it made for more children, it's that, so it doesn't have the filters. It doesn't have the same, uh, and and I can, we have a, we have the ability to shut 
his TikTok gets shut off after a certain amount of time, and the, and the app does it automatically. Wow. So, and you had to put a code in it. He doesn't know. Yeah, can have face. I would say you have Facebook, can't have. <laughs> the one for old people. I, honestly, like, yeah. I just feel like that's the, the safest one. It's the hardest one to stray into areas that would be harmful, I feel like. So, can have Facebook, can't have TikTok, probably. Because Rod- everything, everything's curated for you on TikTok, too. Rod Marinelli is coming up at 820. This is the Expressway Everyday Commercial Free through the end of the hour. Either ors. Tom Brady goes back to being the GOAT. Brock Purdy's the reason the Niners make the Super Bowl. Cousins wins a playoff game. Geno Smith wins at San Fran or Tua. Now Skyler wins in Buffalo. Wild card weekend. NFL either ors. Let's go around the rest of the league for the playoff matchups. Then Coach Marinelli next.